This recording is part of a series of teleclasses with Venerable Dahani Iwahu. Venerable Dahani participated as a guest facilitator in Reverend Jennifer Hadley's year-long Masterful Living course. For more details and information, please go to beautywayproductions.com. Welcome, everyone. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and it is my joy to introduce Venerable Dahani Iwahu. Venerable speaks directly from her heart, offering pure wisdom teachings of direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father students that energize Venerable and are the foundation of all that she shares. Venerable's topic today is joyful accomplishment. Thank you, Venerable. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for the invitation and the continuing uh, moderation of these meetings. May the wisdom potential in every being flourish and grow. May all accomplish joyful activity through the realization that all appearances arise from the mind. Let us choose to energize what is wisdom and life force enhancing and be grateful for the gifts that have been passed on. How wonderful! Accomplishing with joy is first to recognize that the joy is not outside. Accomplishing joy is understanding that our thought gives rise to appearances and the transformation of views that are uh, discouraging or confusing, it begins with our intention to express the wisdom that is our natural state. And so we all know about happiness. We, we hear the word. There are many definitions. And in Buddhism, the accomplishment of happiness or the lack of happiness is related to our thought root causes so when we want to accomplish a particular action joyfully from the Aniyunliwa tradition we first consider how is this going to affect present and future lives how will this affect those who are yet to be born so there is a sense of connection with time and space as well as with every being, every race of being, every type of being, animals, creatures. There is an awareness that our activity is interdependent, interconnected with the waves of energy of those with whom we have association. So we consider, how shall I accomplish a particular goal with joy and ease? First step, we recognize what are the joy markers we've experienced in our lives. What were the moments in which we felt uh, unequivocal joy, a sense of accomplishment? For some, it might be learning to swim, riding a boogie board, riding a bike. For others, it may have been uncovering the mystery 
of geometry, the mystery of mathematics, understanding the reverberations of language and vibrations as they are expressed in form. So first step, we are grateful that we have the opportunity to see, hear, and explore. And then we look within and uh, acknowledge those joy markers and consider that we do not gain joy or accomplishment outside. The accomplishment is an internal process that is reflected in our activities in the world. So the, this is an important insight that when we have a, a heart of compassion for ourselves, for the foibles of our own behavior and any uh, errors we've made, then we see through compassion for ourselves and others that the thought forms that uh, stand in the way or obscure joyful accomplishment begin to melt away or they can be utilized as a trampoline. So what does that mean to utilize the concept of uncertainty or uh, fear, lack of joy? Using the trampoline of the moment, the experience as it arises, when you jump on it full-heartedly reveals the solution is also within your purvey. So what is it you've come here for? Uh, we each have a certain gift. When we think of coming here, there's also the recognition that we have never left the field of grace, the field of beauty, the luminous field of mind. We can call it mystery God. We can call it space. We've never been separated from it. And so identifying with I, myself, them, and us can be the first curtain over the recognition that we are generators of what is arising in our immediate lives and situations. Generators of what's arising in our lives? How can that be when we see people who are far away in power, are making decisions that affect us all. We are contributing to the generation of particular images by our reaction and our acceptance of certain thought forms and behaviors. The moment we step outside of the argument of that one is right, that one is wrong, then we see the means of transforming energy as it arises. Why do you step out of the reaction? Because reaction is like a hook, keeping people um, sedated in an old view and obscuring that natural connection of our mind towards accomplishment. So conceptualization can be a hook, and when there is dedication to uncover wisdom, compassion, joyful accomplishment, then the concepts considered 
How will this affect future generations? How does this impact upon family, clan, and nation? And I choose to energize what is wisdom and life force enhancing. So what does that mean, wisdom? Wisdom is an energy that's inherent in each being and each moment. And the seeking wisdom, the seeking of joy, the seeking of accomplishment, in a sense is like polishing a diamond. It comes out of the earth in a rough state, and we know that it's perfect luminosity and geometry. It's hidden within. And with the sandy wheel of time and karma, you might say, the rough edges are chipped away and we begin to see the true beauty of the diamond's luminosity. In a sense, that is us. The diamond wisdom, the jewel, is within each of us. And so what is the rough? over this gem of wisdom. It can be believing others have greater rights than you or forgetting that you are intimately connected with the universe and that your voice and your thinking does make a change. So how does a a simple person make this difference and how may you test it because Accomplishment is uh, testing certain steps and seeing their results as consistent with your aspiration. So first step in terms of accomplishment, three days, three months, three years. How shall you move in your circles of relationship? See you, your family, in the light that you are growing into, see your relationship, family, clan, and nation in uh, a dance of mutual cooperation and also observe within one's own heart and mind any remnants of the false concept of dominion over. What does dominion over mean? Essentially, it is a hook that captures people into the idea of not enough or that one group is more entitled than another. Dominion over so many subtle ways is accepted. We see now that the idea of male having dominion over female is being called correct because mother wisdom father's skill ultimately are one and for healthy community that mutual respect and recognition of the co-generative power of mother wisdom and father skill gives rise to the world as we see it and as we see it changing it is an acknowledgement oh We are united. It is an acknowledgement that some things are ethical and some things are not. So we understand simply not to kill, not to steal, not to uh, berate another person. We have that intellectual understanding. 
And there is also uh, a forgetfulness that our thought can be like a weapon and that speech may be like a weapon supporting the wrong view of dominion over. So where is the change made? The change is made in each of us. What does it mean, dominion over? Well, it is an old idea that you can beat your wife with a stick no bigger than your pinky. It is the old idea that children are possessions, that elders are not productive. There are are many illusions that are in the moment being transformed. And so to recognize any aspect of the thought form of dominion over within you is another step towards recognizing and accomplishing your joyful wisdom nature. So who are you? A human being in relationship with many and it is through the resonance and vibration of earth and sky, thought and word, that we see situations arise within our lives. Having this opportunity, we take care and responsibility for our thought, speech, view, and action. You may think, well, what can I do? Well, when there arises within your own heart any appearance of reaction, even to the most uh, inappropriate behavior, notice that inappropriate behavior and take note that it does not exist in your mind stream. Less and less is that negative thought form supported by the interactive growing group mind. Well, what is group mind? You throw a pebble in a a pond and you see many ripples go out. In a sense, the moment the pebble hits the pond and the ripples arise, we see the impact of thought and also the ways in which we are related. So you can skim the pebble, it may bounce across the pond, or you may just throw it and it falls in. What does that mean? It means that we have an opportunity to energize the ideas we wish. So where does it begin? It begins with how we speak to one another, that's for sure. And it also begins with the recognition of accomplishment as Harmony, living in harmony with your spiritual, mental, physical, energy potentials. So spiritual has many different meanings for different people. And the way that it was described as we were children, it is an ideal realm. It is a, a place where everything exists in its perfect form. And we as explorers are looking at what we may manifest of those perfect forms in additional realms. And so we think of our earth realm, our emotions, our astrological, our astral realms. 
we recognize the ongoing vibration and communication of this concept of I. So the joy markers, they stabilize us in those harmonic resolutions where what may have appeared as difficult reveals its wisdom or the accomplishment of for three days I have not said a bad word about another. That is reason to have joy when you put aside that voice of denigration arising from the concept of dominion over, nurtured by the ignorance of pride. When you make that commitment to uh, change that voice, change that view, you have indeed accomplished something. You may have a, a, an objective to uh, exercise more, to eat well. Each day that you accomplish, take note how wonderful, how marvelous this is being accomplished in understanding that by my body, mind, and speech are related to all those around me. And then as we consider our body, mind, and speech, we also recognize that this human robe we wear is composed of many elements. And so our heart has the most pristine knowledge. Our brain decides what to do. And our belly perceives directly what will support our life and well-being. So you can say the three worlds are also expressed within our body. So there is nowhere to go. It is to be present now. So what do you choose to accomplish? Three days, three months, three years. And most importantly, recognize as a spiritual traveler or as an explorer of the universal potential. Recognize the accomplishments so you no longer respond to anger to your neighbors making noise in the morning. You now have the intelligence to put in earphones, perhaps. You made a choice. You decided not to be in a reactive state. Other accomplishments. You, you know you have the gift of music within, and you make the time to explore music. For those who are, um, say, mid-aged senior citizens, you can't pick up the study of music, and it not only helps your brain and your endocrine function, it also gives you immediate recognition of accomplishment. So why is it important to recognize accomplishment and to recognize it joyfully? Because that recognition of accomplishment is changing the song within the heart-body-mind so that in this and other times you may Generate what is wisdom and life force enhancing. What does that mean? Each time you accomplish something, 
with joy, something that is good and in harmony with not causing harm, nurturing the wisdom within, nurturing the relationships with family, clan, nation, all being, that we all reach the shore free from illusion. When these moments are recognized, we are also changing the the pattern in the river, so to speak. So think of the river as pathways of thought, even habits that one may have carried through this and many other lifetimes. Through the mind of clear vision and recognition that there is opportunity in even what appears as discouraging, then we are changing the reactive state. So, for example, you may have looked at your neighbors and been annoyed. Why are they doing this? How are they doing this? And uh, when you make the decision or when you explore that view, it's arising from the ignorance of perhaps pride, anger, jealousy, uh, What is important is that each one of us is in charge of our own mind and how we respond to the situations of arising. So we want to be happier, and what is the limitation of our perceiving this happiness? It comes from the belief that the happiness is found outside of us. The true meaning of happiness is that it is a jewel or gem within us, and just as the miner may dig in the earth, we also dig into the collections of emotional um, energy patterns so that they may be transformed. So as a society in this very moment, we're digging into the thought form of dominion over as expressed through wrong view of patriarchy, and this uh, is coming correct. How is it coming correct? Because individually, many are recognizing uh, the power of co-creating what is wisdom and life force enhancing. So what does it mean? Just as in Selma, Alabama, to make changes to uh, the behavior in the culture at that time. People withdrew their energy from the transportation system. They decided that we won't support that which is not supportive of our wisdom and joy. And so each of us are given that opportunity to support what is life force enhancing and what is true and beneficial for many beings. So our happiness is really beginning from the way we think. Um, So what is there to transform? First is to recognize the accomplishment. And as we recognize the accomplishment, it becomes clear, the light uh, reveals the, the discourse of dominion over and Literally, it begins to unwrap and unravel because we choose not to feed it. So, what is your greatest accomplishment? 
Each one, I, I ask you to look within the heart as what you sense as your greatest accomplishment. What are your aspirations? So some may think they have not yet accomplished. Your aspirations are a current carrying you to the place of accomplishment. Do you aspire to manifest peace in your family, care for your family, your elders? What you aspire to also is in resonance with your natural inclination of compassion to be a kind, loving human being. When there is the old view of taking from another that immediately separates one from the current of accomplishment. So the more we acknowledge the joy markers and the gifts we received, the greater the accomplishments that are made real. So there's a, a way that we were taught to plan, and it is uh, consider, conceptualize how your plan will benefit family, clan, nation, and beings, and how you shall manifest it, and how you invite others, because we know we do not live alone, to participate in the accomplishment of that goal. So, one example is the Peace Village here in Vermont. It is a simple idea. It's not grand. In fact, it's quite simple. And it was a vision. It began with elders long ago that such peace villages would be reawakened as places of contemplation, prayer, and ceremony, and nurturing of the natural wisdom that is expressed in indigenous cultures that everyone has access to through the recognition of the heart pulsing with the earth and sky. So that's an idea. It was a vision. How did it come to pass? People of like mind of many cultures understood that the way culturally uh, we appear to be moving was diminishing access to wisdom and joy. And so people put their hearts and minds together, and they still do. There are board, there's a board of directors of the Peace Village and of Sunray, and they put their hearts and minds together to nourish the vision and resonate the vision out in a way that is beneficial for many. The volunteers who come, they are the we who have the, the heart question, how may I experience joy? How may I transform my view? How can I make peace with uh, myself and perhaps even the suffering of the past that the joy within may be expressed. So part of the peace village is the magnetizing, the visiting, the invitation, and it's carried by the water. Making prayers, the water picks up the song, carries it into the atmosphere, and 
nurtures that seed of wisdom arising in many beings. So scientists are catching up with the wisdom of uh, first peoples around the world. When I say first peoples, that includes those who continually live close to the land. So it is not about a race or one particular culture. It is about people who remember and access their original instructions, which are basically encoded within us and based on the song arising that many consider the voice of the universe, the song of life. So we are the ones who restore the harmony to the song. How did the disharmony arise? Some might say through exploration of the wisdom of particulars or the Descartian model. And now we understand the how scientifically and it is good for us to recognize what is. What is a fact is that we are all interconnected, that there is a field of energy, vibrations, that move through our heart, mind, and the universe. And when we make a choice to recognize, aha, we have grown a bit more. Aha, we have a deeper understanding. In this moment, I have not reacted with anger. In this moment, I see things as they are. Ah, that is cause for joy because it is a joyful accomplishment. Happiness is the result of aspiration, dedication, and actualization. So we actualize the vision, even if, if it seems as simple as learning to ride a bicycle. When accomplishing that objective, wow, how wonderful and amazing. It depends upon ourselves how we generate and experience happiness. Yes, I know that children and people who are experiencing suffering through war or um, ignorance of adults. Yeah, how does that happen? Uh, the adults don't understand how the view of dominion over and the child who survives and continues has accomplished something wonderful, especially when they have accomplished freeing themselves from the thought form of less than to recognizing that others have made choices and that whatever were the causes of that suffering, in this moment, each one chooses to energize healthy relationship. So the healthy relationship is also about permeable membranes. Uh, so like someone learning to walk, they get a sense of up, down, too far forward, too far back, they find a sense of equilibrium. And our group mind, the planetary mind, 
is restoring or finding equilibrium through the many ripples of individuals pacifying, confusing, confusion, and purifying thought forms of divisiveness and recognizing, aha, we are connected, and I choose to energize the results that reveal the diamond light of wisdom within each situation. So it is an amazing time. So do you recall some special accomplishment? I can say for some of you who've been ballerinas, it might have been the point shoes. That meant you trained your body, mind, you were dedicated enough, your muscles were developed enough that now you could stand on your toes. And certainly you recall that joy of accomplishment. And then there is the accomplishment of just making a new friend for those who may feel shy and alone to initiate a conversation with another person is an accomplishment. And how do we initiate the conversation? We can say, oh, what a beautiful day. Or we can say, oh, gosh, the news is horrible. Hey, better not to watch the news, recognize the beauty of the day and the energy of positive communication with one another. Dominion over is a very important concept because the belief that some group or some being has a greater right to joy, peace, and harmony is out of harmony. It's out of balance. How can that be that it is wrong to think others deserve less water, others deserve less clean air? The water is the well we all drink from. The air, one atmosphere, nurtures us all. And so the moment we decide that others have less right to this natural flowing energy, we are, in a sense, withholding our breath and stepping out of the circle of life. Words, thoughts, and actions that are in harmony with your life intention, that is the gift. So we spend years recognizing that we are connected after forgetting. And we may spend years to the belief that uh, wisdom alone brings happiness. Yet without contentment or happiness, how would you even recognize wisdom? Wisdom and happiness actually are entwined. When we have the wisdom to appreciate and recognize the power of thought, word, and deed, there is a sense of joyful accomplishment and awareness. So outside it is beautiful and inside it is beautiful. Recognize the harmony, the 
harmonic dance of the wisdom within and the world we see. We call this being a peacemaker. A peacemaker takes care with their mind and speech, understanding that it is just as real as doing the action. So when you look at another and think of them as less than, one is also um, making oneself less. So what does dominion over mean? Uh, Basically, it means grasping. We can see it as concepts of any ism, whether it's colonialism, racism, sexism. It is all arising from the ignorance of our interdependence as beings dancing in the field of potential. So, what is your joyful accomplishment? Take note of it. Let it be a symbol that you can look at. Um, it can be a glass of clear water as a symbol of the growing clarity of your heart-mind and the application of your heart-mind wisdom. So this concludes the lecture part of our conversation. And uh, let's for a moment just contemplate the joyful accomplishments we've received and manifested and given for the benefit of all. Ah, away me me ah, away me me And so it is. Thank you, Venerable. You're welcome. (laughs) So for those who would like to ask a question or share, star two if you're calling in on the phone or on a web call or on Skype. Star two to raise your hand and ask a question. And then uh, anyone can write in a question and you just go to the website there at Way Productions, and uh, you put your question in the question box for the class. So, hmm. Venerable, I... Um, was just sharing today uh, that the teaching of A Course in Miracles is that the way to joy is to be truly helpful and to be 
extending love and compassion to all our brothers and sisters and, of course, all life through being of service, being kind, being generous. That, that is the, the way to be joyful. And sometimes we get into patterns of withholding. And I know certainly that was a thing for me for a very long time. And I think sometimes we don't even notice that we're withholding. I wonder if you could speak about how to notice that, how to break through, and to be in that place of allowing the the insight, the clarity, the love to flow through. To recognize when body-mind is withholding the flow of loving information, consider the depth of your breath. When the breath is shallow, immediate indication that one is withholding ongoing communication, which is a, a circle that is receiving and sending. When the breath is withheld, notice that, ah, not for the present in the moment. Let me restore my full presence. Ah, by breathing deeply, exhaling completely. That the interaction of the moment may reveal its potential. Very helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And as we're waiting for people to raise their hands, star two, if you'd like to ask a question. And uh, Diane writes in, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, regarding the flow of wisdom, if we're attached to our personal view of things, which certainly has been an issue for me, are we going to still have access to wisdom, or are we, if, if we are energizing our historical views, do we have access still to wisdom? Oh, yes. We have access to wisdom continuously, even when there is the expression of wrong view or the adherence to illusory concepts and views of the past. So it is to find the balance. Yesterday I learned that people cannot fly. Today we see airplanes in the sky. So balance the past view with a recognition of what is now. And then examine in one's own heart, body, mind, uh, where and how do we store these views. So uh, some may have the view that war is inevitable. That is not uh, a truth. It has certainly historically um, repeated itself. And there are worlds where people now live without war. So it is not inevitable, this 
mind of judging others, let it become an inquiry into one's own process towards accomplishment. Uh, generally, the obscuring factor is jealousy, grasping, fear of limitation, lethargy, uh, anger. And so in these times, we recognize arising in our own minds the call to examine many of the belief structures that were held as real. So we now know that telepathy travels faster than the speed of light. Others would have thought that impossible. So what does it mean? It means, yes, you can. You can transform the views of yesterday, see the potential that may be hidden within. For example, the concept of dominion over has hidden within it the methods of mutual cooperation and manifestation, the grasping of uh, fear not enough has within uh, the shovel that literally digs into the treasure that you seek. So what emotions arise, what we've believed and learned, we continue to examine and know that ultimately it is our choice what we manifest. Do we give over our power to an old view? If that were the case, then why even go outside the house? Mm. Uh, So right now, each moment, let us see the ways in which we are growing and withdraw energy from the support of the reactive state. Basically, just watching and doing and living as you aspire to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's such a fine line sometimes between going over the past in order to let it go and getting uh, gathering more storm. Uh, that more um, energizing the unhappy past. And uh, sometimes it can be, I know I've felt this many, many times that I would get caught in a loop about the past uh, in my attempts to unwind it, I would be energizing it and strengthening it rather than unwinding it by focusing on it. It's it's yeah, really it's true. You're so right, Jennifer. It is challenging to transform those attitudes we've outgrown and that we recognize is not life worth enhancing. And so the question of review, do we some have the good fortune 
that they can see and re-experience the emotion and offer it into the light field potential that they themselves and others may be free from such causes or seeds of confusion. Um, and so there is a process of, oh, these things that have been experienced, what have they been replaced with? So attention more on the aspiration. Yeah, the past is the past and in the moment, the past, present, and future are transmuted. So in this moment, ah, forgiving self and others for what might have been, could have been, should have been, and energizing the moments where the ideal are made clear. Yeah, that can be a, a whirlpool to continue looking at the past. Um, wise action is to see how one is moved in the present. First forgiving, making amends, and present in this moment, applying what had been the seeds of suffering, that they become the seeds of wise exploration and skill. And this has layers. So the first step is with the breath, so that thought forms, thought energy, uh, become patterns within the body. And so movement and breath exercises help. Also, the, the foods we eat can uh, cause constriction of the channels in the body and uh, hinder the, the free flow of information and energy to express the wisdom within. So also diet helps. So there, it has been demonstrated when people stop eating sugar, they have very big emotional changes, and especially during the first three weeks. And uh, after those changes, there is a sense of lightness and response is not as habitual as it once had been to arising situations. And there is also taking care with our speech. So looking at the past, um, it shows us where we've been. What is important is where we are. And in this moment, we are growing wiser or uncovering the wisdom within. And we're also um, calling correct and eliminating those platforms of harm-causing, naming them. And we're putting our hearts and minds together. So looking at the past is like looking at photographs. To recognize in the moment uh, and be present with our emotions and to see the awakened side of them is the joyful accomplishment. Is clear? Yes, it's very clear. 
And uh, I'd like to remind everybody, star two, to raise your hand if you have a question. And you can also write in a question in the question box. And we don't have a question yet, so I'll ask okay. a follow-up. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I want to ask a question. Uh, uh, is the, are the concepts uh, not clearly understood? Are there ways in which I can uh, speak that people have access to the conversation of wisdom streams within. When I don't hear questions, I think, hmm, it's uh, another way to express this information. Well, I, 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 other people can respond as well. My sense is that people are taking it in and it's so helpful to them and in alignment with what they're interested in that they don't wish to interrupt the flow of it to ask a question. Huh, okay. Yeah, that's just my my sense of it, that uh, it's not because it's not understood, it's because it is understood and there's a, a sense of resting in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because I, I continuously uh, look at ever more skillful methods. Uh, yeah. One aspiration is that seven words would reveal all that is to mm. those who ask the right question. <laughs> mm. Well, Molly's raising her hand here, so let's let's see. <laughs> Molly, hi. Uh, good morning, Hello, Jennifer, and everyone on the line. Um, I second what Jennifer said, just been resting and letting things sink in. And um, one of the uh, thoughts that has been coming up is um, in terms of uh, what you mentioned around tonifying through music. You mentioned yes. that. That's been uh, a contemplation because recently I've, I've been, um, recently I purchased this chime that is attuned to the golden ratio, um, otherwise known as a Fibonacci sequence, um, which I didn't know yeah. so much intellectually about, but you've taught on it. And I, I play it in like the morning and the evening and whenever I notice, um, sort of more challenging emotions come up. <laughs> and it, it really helps. I mean, so I was just wondering if you could speak a little bit more about tonifying through playing music or listening to particular music um, in, yes. in directing us towards joyful accomplishment. Yes. Well, our organ systems are tuned to particular notes when the body is in uh, peace and harmony. And as we wish to restore the joy and the balance within the body, we can begin by sounding the Fibonacci scales with a chime. That is wonderful. Also, it is important to sing the sound. And this is the basis of many of Mantrayana teachings. Uh, because the, the sound is vibration giving rise to appearances. 
And so uh, you can look at the organ system's tone, which you can uh, by looking at Chinese medicine, and you can uh, just chant each of the five organ systems tones and to have a chime is perfect because uh, nothing to tune just to be and recognize the natural tuning within you and so there is a, another level of transmutation with sound all appearances are vibration this is understood and it, we know that kidney stones can be dissolved by sonic means. What is also recognizable more and more these days is that particular keys that are often in relation to a person's birth path song also restore balance and harmony within the body. So what does the practitioner do? For many of us who are uh, practicing mantras, sounding those mantras with the visualizations is the medicine that further clarifies the pathways of wisdom's expression in our body-mind life situations. Uh, there is a, a whole uh, method of recognizing the natural purity or wisdom that is within because it cannot be made impure. So like the miner we're digging or like the gardener we are weeding or the family member sweeping the floor, we're examining the the thoughts as they were dust or waste and to see how these thoughts which can be carried for many generations and uh, in these years uh, planets and all nations and individuals are uh, basically called to examine our belief systems called to recognize the uh, ultimate luminosity of the universe and to see the ways in which certain beliefs and thought forms have caused harm, uh, have taken the world out of balance and can no longer uh, be supported or will not last. Like example, uh, debt in a sense can be like stagnation of the liver and the large intestines. Get D E B T, and so um, we have all participated in a system of borrowing uh, against the future. And as we recognize that we are present in the now, we see the the grasping mind, so to speak, that didn't recognize all the beauty that is and chose to have dominion or power over. So it is an ongoing transformation, and each of us are part of that transformation. Just as people who decided in Selma, Alabama, 
not to take the buses. Um, so, example, we can carry with us a sense of loss uh, throughout our lives. And I know people who were orphaned, and there is that sense of loss. And then there can be the, well, how do you experience the sense of loss? Um, weariness, depression, loneliness. And how is that sense of loss transmuted? Through recognizing how the past has brought you to the present. And in the present, you are, we are, each of us, the parent of our reality. So yesterday left grooves in the tube, so to speak, and today this rushing understanding sweeps away the grooves, and so the conditioned view or habitual response becomes ever more transparent. And music, because it is not intellectual, not analyzing its direct experience is a very potent method of uh, restoring one's natural calibration, harmony, health, joy, and wisdom. Is clear? Very helpful. Thank you, Venerable. May, may I just ask a, a quick follow-up question? Oh, yes. So those of us um, who are also practicing the basic meditation, um, the vowel chant, I mean, all the chants are tonifying and clarifying. But it, is it helpful, also helpful at certain moments um, in relation to balancing out the organ systems to just do the vowel chant? Oh, yes. The vowel chants are considered great medicine because they support the arising of the five organ systems. And so pick five notes on your chimes and sing the sounds with, sing the chant with the sound of the chimes. Mm, That's beautiful. a good reminder. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that question. Because sometimes the tone can change over time. And uh, through thought, weariness, and whatever, and one can restore the the pure sound within through chanting the vowel chant, and also uh, recognizing the tones that support you. So less and less people are watching television. I hear because they recognize a sound that is not supportive of their wisdom. Mm. Yes, yes. Um, and there's just one more question arising. Would it be okay? Oh, yes, of course it is. <laughs> um, so lately my cousin and I have been speaking about maybe getting a keyboard because, you know, we we don't live in a house, so we can't really have a piano. And um, would you say, you know, those stand-up electronic um, keyboards are just as, I know they're kind of different, um, 
uh, d- different it's feeling. It's so wonderful. It, yeah. It's wonderful. Yes, especially one that is well-tuned and you can choose the voice of a harp or a piano. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, that is good medicine. Wherever you are, you can practice singing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Venerable. Yeah, welcome. Self-healing. Yeah. Yes, self-healing. And uh, Kelly wrote in, in answer to your question, she wrote, Kelly Kelsey wrote in, many thanks. It is so clear that I do not have a question. It is all marinating. Much love and gratitude for such enrichment. Ah, that is good. Then we know we can sing it as a chorus throughout the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And uh, I'd just like to remind everybody, start to raise your hand and ask a question for uh, or venerable on the phone or on the web call or on Skype. And those, anyone can also write in a question in the question box. And as we don't have a question at this moment, uh, I would like to ask a question about joy and forgiveness. Uh, because as you know, Venerable, I teach forgiveness and the, the teaching of A Course in Miracles is that all forgiveness self-forgiveness and what it it feels like to me is that when someone let's say presents themselves in a way that feels upsetting to me it's triggering to me and I'd like to say oh they're wrong they're bad uh, they're upsetting me they're doing something to me that uh, my and, and then oh I could forgive them for doing that to me But if I look more deeply, I can see that in a previous time or part of this life or somewhere in my history, I did something of a similar vibration, and this is my opportunity to forgive myself. Yes, yes, yes. They're representing my what I did in the past, and the meaning that I made about myself in the past, and this is my, they're representing it, they're representing it, and this is my opportunity to forgive myself so that I can live in joy. How wonderful. To forgive yourself and also to make a transformation of the, the thought form or behavior that had once been judged and disquieting and distorting. What I wonder, Venerable, is let's say we see people all the time, and I've done this myself, there's that righteous anger. Uh, Let's say the righteous anger towards the people who have decided to um, lock up these children and take them away from their parents in the immigration process. And people have Mm. tremendous that understandable understandable but is their anger actually about 
what's happening in the present moment, or is their anger related to their self-judgment from the past mixed with their not choosing compassion now? I would say that the anger is a result of one's own uh, compassion or a lack of compassion for self and others. Um, and some may feel angry because they understand that it is creating a potentially um, harmful future, and others may remember their own losses. Uh, what is a call to compassionate activity is to recognize that what we do to others uh, can also reverberate back to us as individuals and a nation. So uh, the idea of others as an enemy when it is... Uh, an opportunity to show care, we ourselves become less as human beings. So, do we get angry? Anger doesn't do anything. Um, so, what's the skillful activity? So, I know that some people have found attorneys to assist families who are in uh separation or incarceration facilities. So the anger, something feeds on that. The compassionate activity, okay, I see this, it's just not right. What can I do to transform it? And so some people have uh, decided to find ways to uh, pay for attorney fees and even uh, finding out where some of the lost children are. So I find mm -hmm. it easier to do something beneficial than to just get angry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's the opportunity, like what you were just suggesting, to be of service and to be restored to joy through that yes. act of yeah, yes. compact. Uh, uh, because because my, hmm? say that again, Jennifer. Well, I, I was going to say my, my understanding of compassion is it's about having compassion for those who have no compassion. Sometimes you know when people are lacking compassion, compassion for them, open their hearts like. Uh, earlier today, I was thinking of the you know, brave souls who sat in at the lunch counters in Memphis, Tennessee, during the civil rights movement. Also, it's an act of compassion in a way to transform the hearts and minds of the person who is uh, angry, attacking, upset. Sometimes the transformation comes when saying, hey, you're naked. The, mm -hmm. the concept of power over is like, um, you know, the child's rhyme about the 
the emperor has no clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a chance to see the the thought forms that are not conducive to our well-being and planetary well-being. We're basically seeing the the emptiness of wrong views and invited to uh, express what is correct. It's not making enemies of another. That that feeds wrong view because reactive energy is what uh, ignorance feeds on and what aggression feeds on and pride and all forms of ignorance. So when we see where we are in this time, let us energize the results of awakened community. Mm. Yeah, righteous indignation is a, a thought and many have experienced it, even I have experienced and I realize it's not really making uh, the life raft to the shore. Right. Yeah, it's it, it's increasing the suffering for sure. Yeah, but sometimes the reaction I, is, yep, I'm listening. Oh, I, I said this a phase that we pass through. Because we give the self-forgiveness. Well, the, what you are saying is very muffled. Oh. So it must be important when the the uh, distortions arise. It means, oh, here's something important. Let's hear it. Um, my malfunctioning, I think. Okay. So, uh, well, just that nation to me, I I said it in myself. It's all. I've totally lost your words. I'm not hearing you, Jennifer. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's better. Thank you. Uh, I just moved it to speakerphone. So, in my experience of feeling that self-righteous anger, it's really about me. It's never about the others. Yes. <laughs> it, and 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 that that can make it very challenging to to look at. But um, so I, I just would like to be clear that what, what is your thought about that? Is it it's really we're angry at ourselves for something from a past life or a past part of this life? Um, no, I think we are angry at inhumane treatment of one another. And also we can recognize the elements of the past that are repeated in the moment and the opportunity to liberate ourselves from the confused state of dominion over to the recognition of interdependence and cooperation. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Sebastian wrote in here, and uh, in answer to your question, he writes, clear, limpid, sweet nectar nourishing the heart. Oh, wonderful. Listening to your precious teaching, my first feeling was to ask and apologize for all the harm I've done through wrong speech and action this last days and weeks. My two hands joining at the heart center, I then rejoice to have the opportunity to look directly at all my shortcomings and let them find their way through this vast feeling of peace. Dear Venerable, this priceless golden string of unceasing words mirroring your vast knowledge and wisdom that you feel right at the center of myself. My question will be, is the wrong view of patriarchy linked with the increasing of technological aspects of our life? He says, I'm a bit concerned about what happened in CERN in Geneva at the French border associating with D-Wave quantum computer, IA, 5G, and the combination of their power on our health and their capacity to break the natural order of our 3D dimension. Sorry if all of this is useless and wandering thought, and I commit myself to abandon all that kind of inquiring personally if you advise me to do so. With all my deep respect and profound gratitude, it's a great honor to feel part of your wisdom heart. Indeed, God's writing reveals that we ourselves exist in multiple dimensions. Some see the danger to health, body, and mind in restricting uh, people's perception and the circle of health to a very small field of uh, in a sense, for the 5G technology to work, it's because people acquiesce and allow its implementation. Um, again, we have a choice. Our heart re- receives wisdom directly. And do we use 5G phones? Uh, we may show it is not accepted by our own response. The experimentation at CERN has indeed revealed we are multidimensional beings and that some of what people perceive as um, extraterrestrials may also be extra-dimensional. What is important for us is to Stay in the hot, natural awareness that all beings are one in the light and to ourselves resonate with the aspiration to express wisdom, joy, compassion. So do we look for power outside or do we recognize the power that is within? So there are some people who, with their minds, go from place to place. There are some people who travel between worlds, uh, ensconced in the heart's natural awareness. And do we react 
to the exploration with technology. Is that masculine or feminine? Uh, the exploration with technology yeah. is both, and in a sense, uh, expresses an androgynous uh, position. And what does it mean for us to count on the machine and express what we have natural access to? So I'm talking on the telephone. We're listening on computers. And the technology conveys fairly accurately that which we choose to share. And there is a very accurate way of communicating, and it's through the heart. It's telepathy, and it doesn't require any machines. And like people speaking many languages, we use the technology as a dictionary, and also we want to take care that the technology doesn't use us as batteries. Right. Like does that assist, yeah, does that assist you in your exploration, Sebastian? Let's see. While he's responding, uh, and uh, since we're at time here, I, I'd like to ask you about Peacekeeper's teachings first weekend in October at the oh, yes. East Village. Uh, anything you'd like to share about that? Yes, I invite all those who are listening to participate. You can participate online. And the uh, Peacekeeper teachings are in the seventh year of the seven-year cycle. There's also a 12-year cycle of teachings. And we're in the seventh year. And it is about application of wisdom and understanding the the real technology, which is the resonance of the heart. And we also do exercises where we test the ability to communicate uh, beyond space and time. So uh, you can visit sunray.org and sign up for the Peacekeeper and those of you who can travel, it is a wonderful advantage to be in Vermont during the autumn and to be at the Peace Village uh, with the right camping equipment. Uh, it is a most auspicious time of the year to honor the wisdom that has been collected through all time as a feast that we may, in this moment, participate in. So sunray.org, so you can sign up. It's a Saturday and Sunday. And it is, um, for me, each time, deeper wisdom and joy are, and application are revealed. Mm. And then you're going to be at Leslie University on November 1st in Boston? Oh, Yes, that is true. Uh, the Peacekeeper curriculum is being introduced uh, at Leslie University. And uh, so there's a public gathering uh, on 
Thursday night, and you can visit the Sunray website for all the details. And then there is another gathering at Swedenborg Chapel in Boston, and that mm. too is listed at sunray.org. And basically the theme is transforming the illusion of dominion over and recognizing that dance as interdependence and energizing what is wisdom and life force enhancing. So those of you who are in the Boston area, please do come. And for the Peacekeeper teachings, you can participate online. And wonderful to have the time to participate on the Peace Village grounds. Yes, I highly recommend it. It's a wonderful opportunity to refresh, restore, renew, and be in practice with Venerable and community. And, and to learn the, uh, dance and the meditation if you don't already know them. Uh, Venerable, also, when are you opening your mentor program again? Um, I think this week is, uh, completion of registration and um, so uh, uh, it appears in November or January we will start the next cycle of the mentoring program uh, many continue and have accomplished incredible results it is also uh, exciting for me to see people uh, extracting the wisdom that they are and bringing it out in ways that others are also awakened. Uh, so uh, you can visit beautywayproductions.com for more information about the mentoring program. Yes, it's right there in the navigation bar. And I'll just say for myself, it, it, it the mentoring has been so helpful to me, so supportive, and I have experienced so much expansion uh, during this time, and that's why I'm continuing with the mentoring program. It's so, so valuable to me, and I'm very, very grateful that you offer it. It's definitely an answer prayer for me, so I encourage people to look at the website, uh, beautywayproductions.com, and and to read what Venerable has written there, and you'll sure know if it's right for you at this time, or maybe in the future. Yeah, it is amazing, uh, because each of the people who uh, have participated in the past and continue, they each have a large impact uh, on the circle of thought. Each of you are accomplishing what is indeed uh, life force and wisdom enhancing. And it is good. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, uh, Sebastian, may all be... Yep. Yeah. I was just going to say, Sebastian has not responded, so uh, it's, it's time for us to close out. Yep. May all beings reach the shore free from illusion and recognize wisdom as their natural state. Wado, 
I'd like to offer the long life prayer. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, power of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters, may your mission be accomplished, may the light, may you receive many blessings, and live a long good life, we thank you to honey Oahu, Gifts to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha family, who holds the Sutra Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings. Blessed of the Vajra Bikini, may your life to Haniwabi ever remain firm and long. Bato. May all find happiness. In the light.